You're listening to the PlantX Podcast, the digital face of the plant-based community. Join us as we explore the inner workings of all things plant-based, from the products and lifestyles to the people behind them. Whether you follow a strict plant-based diet or just want to learn more, you're invited. Now welcome our host, the man who combined his love of e-commerce and the plant-based lifestyle to create PlantX, Sean Dollinger. Hey everyone, welcome to the 28th Plant X Vodcast. Thanks again for taking time out of your day to join us live. And if you didn't get a chance to join us live, we hope that you uh, watch it later on. And, um, you know, again, Plant X would not be where it is today without all of our shareholders, investors, customers. So, again, thanks so much for tuning in, believing in us, and following the story. We got a great uh, release over the weekend with CBC. Uh, as everybody probably knows, the IPO of Oatly happened once again, shows how strong the plant based industry is. Uh, they came out at a $10 billion valuation. And last time I looked, they were already up 25%. And uh, again, CBC covered a little bit about that. And we got a great mention out there as uh, one of the leading companies in Canada uh, coming out in the plant-based space and offering unbelievable products to consumers across North America. So thank you very much to uh, CBC on that one. And again, you know, we always ask uh, the viewers um, to subscribe to the channel, recommend us, refer the videos to their friends. And again, we keep seeing the thumbs up go up each week and the views going up. So because we have all these new people always joining us. We love to start the show by explaining what Plantex is all about. We're your one-stop shop for everything plant-based and not only for groceries, meal delivery, and you'll hear a little bit more about plants today, but plants for home use. And uh, we really try to bring the plant-based lifestyle. So, uh, you know, we believe that it goes so much further than just what you put in your body. It's uh, about so much more. And um, last week, we had three great press releases come out uh, announcing the opening, the official opening of our Squamish store. And uh, it's off to a great start. The whole team's doing a wonderful job. Uh, We had some people come in from out of town last week uh, to come take a look at the store. And we're going to be expanding the product lines over there, uh, which we believe will increase top line revenue and keep giving people selection. And then we uh, went ahead and announced the New Delhi uh, announcement where the New Delhi name will then be carried throughout all the stores. And again, that's with Matthew, Kenny and his team. And they've just been so valuable um, to the whole Plantex family. And uh, we also went ahead and announced the starting of our greenhouse uh, warehouse uh, of bringing plants in and having a centralized distribution point across Canada because of some of the fillers we had previously, the demand was so high for plants across Canada, we uh, decided to take it in our own hands. And uh, today on the show, we actually have the director of the uh, whole operation as far as uh, plants go across the country. Um, Kay, welcome to the show. Hi, Sean, thank you very much for having me. Yeah, no, thank you so much for joining. And I'm really excited for our investors and shareholders to hear all about your background. Um, You know, as uh, the viewers know, we acquired Bloombox last year at the end of last year, and it's been off to a great start. But having someone with your background brings everything to the next level. But before we jump into that, 
We love to start the show with asking our guests, how do you take your coffee? I've been thinking about this one. Um, I am a triple shot Americano. I just, one little splash of coconut and macadamia milk, but that's mostly it for me. No lattes, no cappuccinos. Definitely gets the day started. <laughs> so um, I guess the big question is what first drew you to this whole plant-based world and uh, you know growing plants and all of that? Yeah, I kind of just walked into it. I originally was in the logistics industry and with that industry, you work really long hours. And after a couple of years, I just felt really burnt out and didn't have a lot of time to cultivate interests or hobbies for myself outside of the one or two that I already had. Um, and at that point in time, I just had this one single orchid and it had finished blooming and it was this pitiful little stick and some leaves. And I just remember looking at it, just thinking there's gotta be more to your life than this. Um, and just, I researched it and I kind of figured out what its native habitat would normally be like. And I tried to replicate that. And that whole experience really drew me into the horticultural industry and just opened up the door for me and my love of plants has just exploded. Every time I've uh, come out to the warehouse and heard you speak about plants, you know everything about plants. It's unbelievable. And I walk around and I look at them. I'm drawn to them, but I have no idea what the difference is between each one. How do you go about like putting together the selection and the choices that you make and all of that? Yes, there's a lot of plants out there that ultimately I would love to carry. Um, but I really think about what's best for our consumers at that point in time, what is ultimately going to be a successful experience for them. So I'm looking at plants that can make the journey to them through the shipping and logistics, logistics aspects of it. And then what's going to acclimate to their house and what's going to be ready to start growing for them and what they're going to have a wonderful experience with. That's how I pick. And I think that's really important because like even during uh, the cold months of the year here in Canada, when plant sales were actually exploding, we ran into a lot of difficulties with how do you keep a plant alive for three to five days while it ships across Canada. So I think yeah. your background uh, plays a massive part in that and it makes me feel a lot more comfortable having someone like yourself on the team. Oh, good. I'm glad. Yeah. Our plants that we sell are tropical plants, so they definitely need to be kept nice and toasty warm during that winter month. Cool. No, that makes a lot of sense. And uh, as you know, this is a live show, so we always encourage our uh, viewers to send in questions. It's not every day that we've got Kay here to go ahead and get some feedback or if you have any questions at all out there on the whole plant movement, because what we've seen since last fall and even since COVID hit, is uh, this absolute explosion. And Kay, um, maybe you could speak a little bit about it because it's always uh, you know, putting me on the sideline where these greenhouses are running out of plants and it's so hard to get supply, right? Yeah, it's really tricky to get some, so some of the supplies. We're really fighting with mom and pop shops, with other distributors and just with big box stores. Essentially when COVID hit, um, greenhouses are jam-packed full of people. It takes a lot of people to make them work and run efficiently and to produce quality plants. And a lot of them shut down right at the beginning of COVID. Um, and they basically had to restart, right? There was nobody really caring for the plants that had already been started. So there's a small deficit there. Um, and 
eight, 10 years ago, there was a huge hurricane that knocked out a lot of the plants in Florida and California along the Gulf. And that was a huge hit. So right now, greenhouses are pumping out as many plants as they can, but they take time to grow. So it's basically just developing a relationship with them and knowing what is a good plant for our consumers instead of spreading ourselves really thin with a massive selection that maybe won't survive the shipping periods. I agree with you. We've got to make sure that the plant is the right fit. No point in selling it if customers aren't going to be happy. We want them to refer to their no. friends when Bloombox Canada launches, hopefully in the next month or so. Uh, we obviously want to do a subscription-based business, and it's really important. Why would people keep their subscriptions if they weren't getting plants that they love and are able to take care of? So I think that makes a lot of sense. And you, you brought up some really great points on why the supply would be down. Um, maybe can you speak a little bit, why do you think there was this huge demand once COVID hit and why do people enjoy having plants and why is it important for plants? Uh, yeah, in I house? right now our society is very busy. We're very much about the hustle, getting to the next goal. And a lot of that means that we're heads down, focused on our phones and our screens. And plants naturally give us a really relieving sense and a calming effect when we are working with them, when we're looking at them, when we're walking amongst them. I know I always feel better after a hike or a run, especially in forested areas. I think a lot of people were stuck at home and didn't have the opportunity to leave. And most homes don't have a lot of plants in them. And that can be really draining. Your natural sense probably creates green greenery outside, something fresh, something joyful, something just new. It's a lot of sense. Yeah. It's amazing how the feedback that I got and when we started uh, getting into the whole plant space, the stories people shared. And then when I started doing more research out there, it, there seems to be scientific evidence that it actually changes people's mood and all these different things. So quite yeah. interesting and like you said it brings greenery into the house and calming in a in a way yeah it's very relaxing and then um as far as plantex goes you know what plants would you recommend like for first-time buyers out there or uh people who are totally new to this whole plant-based movement yeah i can definitely answer that um whether you are new um new plant parent or you're looking to give a welcoming gift, a office plant to somebody, I would really suggest looking for something that is low maintenance, that can tolerate some neglect, especially if you are a busier person. Uh, the snake plant is excellent. It really doesn't ask for much. It just kind of continues on going. And then a leafier plant would actually be like a Dracaena genic craig. They're both excellent for air purifying. They don't require a ton of water. And they're honestly, they can survive for a lot. That's important. awesome. And, um, you know, to our shareholders and investors and customers who are watching today, like go check out the section. Kay and Kevin and Mickey have been doing a great job in putting together a wonderful selection with pots, accessories, and all of that. I'd love you to give it a try. Um, Kay's doing a great job in turning around how quickly she's shipping everything, the love and care that go into it. When I went out there, I'm like, yeah. And to wrap your heads around it, like originally when I said, we're shipping plants out, these have to be huge. How does it work? Like, okay, maybe you could give some color on 
how large is a, is a plant that's actually shipping out? I was always surprised when I went to pick up a box and how light it was. Yeah, so there's a lot of different variables. I mean, the plants that I have here with me, they've been in my home for a while, so they're a little bit more mature. Um, something like this size, kind of what we sell, they're, they're smaller, they're not the massive floor plants that you might see in a mall or a movie theater or hospital. We're looking for something that we can add to your home. Um, something that's not going to get in your way, something that you're going to truly appreciate. So we're looking for little to medium-sized guys that are just easy additions. Right. And um, somebody who's went above and beyond recently, literally working around the clock, and they just moved into their new home. As I'm sure you know, Kay, we love to go ahead and send out uh, a little present gift to uh, to people who really support Plantex. And Andrea has just been doing an unbelievable job giving great information and uh, really helping spread the, the word of Plantech. So Andrea, thanks for, for everything. And uh, we'll go ahead and get out a, a great little shipment out to you, um, hopefully tomorrow. And uh, Kate, we have a whole bunch of uh, viewers who sent in some questions. So hopefully we could go ahead and uh, ask those to you. Um, you know, the first one is our, our greenhouse or, you know, our warehouse, we should call it, is uh, a few thousand square feet and i should say that you've done a great job in getting racks in there and creating this whole flow and um that's why and without you i don't think it would have been possible to open up a fulfillment center for other companies out there so uh, other companies that have e-commerce that want us to fulfill for them will be able to do that as the selection comes in but out of just a 3,000 square foot space, and I've seen it firsthand, so it's easy for me to understand, but how do we go ahead and plan on shipping out hundreds of orders a day out of that facility? It definitely takes um, a little bit of some pre-thought into it when we're planning everything out. I know we change the logistics of things, um, but essentially it comes down just to being super organized and then quality plants. We have all of our packing materials ready to go. Um, pre-established. So essentially, once we receive the order, we basically go right to the rack that it's selected on, and all of our plants are organized by um, the light intensity that they need, as well as what kind of plant they fall into, whether they're succulent, they're vining, or they're requiring high light. So that's how it's organized. And we just go and select our plants. We make sure they're all packaged nice and tight, tucked in and wrapped up so soil doesn't explode out of the box. And then they get placed in their little box, which will be their new home for the next three to five business days. And they get snugly packed in there and shipped off out the door the same day. I love the uh, the packaging um, that you're working on. I think it's going to be great. And yeah, uh, I, I'm really drawn to even the flowers that are planted at my house. I, put love into them and all that. And when I see you package these packages, it's not like you just throw it in a box, the care Absolutely. that goes. Never. <laughs> I, I don't throw plants around. They're, uh... no. Yeah, no, I, I just, um, that's why I, I think people are going to be really happy when they start ordering and really mm. see. And somebody asked a great question. They said, what's the difference between like the plants on our website and what they find at a local store and a big, or a big department store? Yeah, so big box stores, um, they order plants by the thousands. And whether or not those plants get cared for well or at all while they're in those box stores is 
completely up to that specific store. For us, we don't focus on ordering hundreds and thousands of plants or one specific variety of plants. We order what we can successfully hold on to and maintain. And in that way, we're ensuring that our customers are getting a, a beautiful, healthy looking plant that hasn't been lost in the shuffle or neglected. So that's how we're doing it. Great. No, that makes a lot of sense. And, uh, you know, somebody just brought up a, a, a great recommendation. Uh, perhaps you and Katie starting a, a, your own show with the Plantex YouTube channel and selling plants uh, or selling seeds through our store and having an education tool to help people grow and then they could share their photos. I think that's a really cute idea. Yeah, like a little live blog, a little one-on-one. <laughs> Yeah, no, that'd be uh, that'd be great. And uh, the last question um, today is how hard is uh, the shipping part of the business? Does it make it expensive or is the actual uh, plant the expensive part? I mean, I think it kind of just depends on the plant. Some plants are a little bit more expensive, they're a little bit more sought after. But I think it all kind of balances out at the end of the day. Obviously, we do put in a lot of care and effort into our packaging. So that might be a little bit more expensive, but it's completely worth it at the end to know that our customers are receiving a really healthy, happy plant. And it's an addition to their life, not a burden or a letdown. Great. And um, when we originally were getting into the plant-based space, and this is kind of uh, playing off of the last question asked here on how big the actual plant vertical is for Plantex. When we started and we were buying Bloombox UK, Katie and her team did an amazing job building that business. Uh, and then with our know-how on the e-commerce side and um you know, a formula that I've used in the past where you take one country, for example, they were in the UK and we start spinning it up into multiple countries because once you have the supply uh, chain developed, it's quite easy to bring people onto your team that speak different languages that you could then expand. And we're doing it, for example, here in Canada. Once we launch Bloombox Canada with the following they have, I think it'll be uh, really, really amazing. Um, so to answer the question, believe it or not, and this isn't orders per day, but plants, we're, we're selling well over 500 plants a day, and we're hoping to get over 2,000 plants shipping a day over the next few months. And then coming into the fall, once again, we just see that trend picking up uh, leading into uh, the Christmas season. So hopefully that gives you an idea of how large this vertical is. And what's amazing for Plantex is it's just one fraction of all the verticals we have, but you know, I'm so thankful that Kay came on our show today so you could see the team that we have. It's not just someone, like Kay said, throwing a plant into the box. Yeah. Plantex mm -hmm. always goes above and beyond to find the best people out there. So, you know, Kay, thank you so much for uh, for coming on the show today and sharing with all of the shareholders and investors and customers. Thank you so much for having me. I was looking forward to it. Awesome. Well, uh, have a great rest of your week and uh, look forward to coming out there on Friday and uh, seeing all the plants shipping out and seeing all the new stuff that you have. Thanks, Kay. So um, there you guys have it. Another uh, podcast. Again, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to come and learn a little bit more about Plantex this week. 
we have uh, quite a bit of exciting news coming out starting uh, tomorrow morning. So uh, make sure to um, check out the press release that comes out. And uh, we are going to keep our heads down. I was traveling this past week. We're working with some incredible people all around the globe to keep bringing Plantex to the next level. Um, until next week, stay curious, stay planted, stay healthy. Cheers. So that's it for this episode of the PlantX podcast. Please check out investor.plantx.com to learn more, and we welcome you to join our thriving community. In the meantime, stay curious, stay planted, stay healthy.